see you haven't fixed that intro. No, I have not. <laughs> I haven't. Of course I haven't. Um, we got to figure out a better way to organize our time. Yes, there's not enough time in the day. There's really not. I really feel like that's truly it. I love this song. Well, I, honestly, I could have put together a different intro, but I, I really like... You like the audio. That audio is mm-hmm. so good. And we could pull that audio and put it on something else, but the program I used to initially put that together and i mean it's it's not a bad intro it's just it's this friday and we don't know what day we're gonna do this right let's <laughs> let's just revisit this real quick and because <laughs> look at how cool this is let's let's pretend we're starting the show okay is everybody ready all right here we go this is what it looks like And if you think about it, it kind of ties into our subject tonight. Uh, it says, who's going to make it out alive? Is that what it says at the end of that? That's true. <laughs> that's actually very kinda true. Kind of ties in tonight. That's a very cool intro, and if I could just fix it. I, I mean, surely there's somebody that listens to this podcast that you know does intros and can make us an intro with that music. Right. Your daughter could do it, mm-hmm. but she fears of repercussion from, I guess, her community that she's helping her parents make an intro for their <laughs> podcast, so she won't do it. Well, I mean, she could probably do it in like a matter of... 15 you know, minutes. Yeah, yeah. it'd be done, but mm-hmm. she just won't do it. Whatsoever. We saw when I asked Gabe also, who, by the way, they both are streamers, make decent money streaming, so we're talking about people that know what they're doing. I asked him about it, and he looked like a deer in the headlights, like... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, brought, I brought him in studio and was like, "All right, here's what I got, man. What do you What do you think I should do? I don't even think he said anything. <laughs> he probably didn't. He just <laughs> I don't think he said nothing. He was just, uh, okay. I don't know. I'm moving us over, by the way, because you weren't in the frame. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't adjust ourselves before the show. Sorry. So hey now, everybody, welcome to this week's Over the Line podcast. I noticed that uh, Bama Phoenix asked a very important question in the chat. Are y'all enjoying the pool yet? (laughs) No. It's still sitting in the dining room. We have not only one, but two pools that are not getting used. Bama Phoenix is just trying to cause drama. Stir it up. (laughs) That's what he's doing. He's trying to stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it on up. Um, There's... Our good friend, Kim. Here's Miss Kim. All of our regulars in the house. Yes. We, uh, we're obviously late. You know, we plan on starting at six. Are we early? Because we we said between six and seven. No, we said six. I I thought we went back and forth. I said, let's just make it a floater and do it between six and seven. You're like, no, people need to know when we're going to start. And so now we get in here and we're floating it. Well, you have to also remember, I can't remember anything I say. She she had us at Lowe's about 20 minutes ago uh, looking at floors and backsplashes as we adventure into a brand new project here at the house. (laughs) Well, we still have six more unfinished. That's right. I have a terrible habit of starting a project, getting like three-fourths of it done, and then moving on to the next project. I don't know if it's my ADD. I don't know what causes that, but I have currently have projects going in the hall, the office, the bedroom. The bathroom. There's and more. What the garage. 
Well, I haven't really started that. Well, I mean, I started that like seven times. The front yard? We got a front yard project going. Backyard project going. Want to put a deck out there? And now I'm trying to replace countertops, backsplash, and paint the cabinets. She wants to completely do the redo the countertops into butcher. Well, block. to be honest, what I really want to do is sell this house and move into a tiny home on a piece of property. That's what I want to do. Just pay cash for the property in the tiny home, live in it for like two or three years, save up a bunch of money, and pay cash to build a house. The problem is my big rear end can't do a tiny home, at least not right now. Maybe at some point in our life. Like, I, I need this studio, not just for the podcast, but to get ready for the radio show each day. Where am I going to put this in a tiny home? We could get a shed. <laughs> Y'all put me back in the shed. <laughs> I finally upgraded and got out of the shed, and now it's like, we're just going to put you in another shed. Why not? I mean, I sent you an article tonight about people that did just what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's working for them. I would live in I an bet. RV for two years if it meant I got to pay cash to build my dream home. I bet in this article they had, they were interviewing the couple and it's hey, the Michael. guy. The guy standing by the, 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 the lady, his wife, and it's mm-hmm. like a hostage video where she's like squeezing his wrist as he's being asked questions. He's like, listen, have I yes, ever led you astray? Love this tiny home. It is the best decision ever. What did you say to me tonight when we were talking about my ring? What about it? You were like, I can't believe I paid your ring off so fast. And I was like, yeah, can you believe it? What did I do when you gave me that big expensive ring? You sent it back. I said, take that back. <laughs> That's too expensive. I want something smaller. You're like, I'm going to break it. I'm so. the money person, okay? I had I'm two, not going to lead you astray. Two. I got her two rings. Mm-hmm. She had both of them at one time. One I was too fancy, and she didn't. And the first one that I picked out personally, I, I was actually the ring she ended up with. That's what I originally wanted to get her, but I couldn't find it, and it wasn't like I could ask her where it was at. And so I got a different one, and she's like, "This one's really nice, but I'm going to end up losing it or breaking it or something." I so. wouldn't know. What's going to happen is. I do projects 24-7, and I wouldn't wear it because I would be afraid I was going to mess it up. So this so. Uh, this story here, this family moved into a Home Depot shed after going into debt, uh-huh. then made a huge profit selling it. The first thing that jumps out to me, it says, after moving into debt, like, who's not in debt? You know? But their solution for going into debt was to move in to the tiny home, pay off their debt, and then when they turned around and sold the tiny home and the land it was on, they like bank like they made three hundred thousand dollar profit and then they were able to buy a house with cash. They gave up their two thousand square foot home for an eight hundred and sixty square foot home, home depot, depot shed. shed. Yeah. Nick and Megan found themselves in financial trouble, forced them to sell their homes in their town of Cumming. We never missed a mortgage payment. We're both just really young, young professionals, and we had two new brain, two brand new cars, a brand new house, and we were just over our head in debt. So in March 2020, uh, COVID hit. They bought a plot of land, uh, and then they went on to talk about how they moved into their little tiny home. Is this their? That's their tiny home. If you want to play the video of what it looks like, let's see what this is about. (laughs) This was not intended for the show tonight, but we're just gonna. You know. Let's try it anyway. First story video is posted on my page. What? 
And TikTok's going to lag for the first time ever. <laughs> this is plenty of space. Oh, my God. What is it? We only pay a bazillion dollars a month for this internet. Check it out. I'll post this. All right, I'm done with you, buddy. Get off my screen. Listen, you just don't. You're doing that on purpose so that people won't back Second me Second story up. here in a little bit. Hold on. Okay, it's not going to work. Nonetheless, this is... All right, Nick, stop it. I can't make him stop. There we go. Anyway, it's a two-story house. There's a picture of it. Okay. Well, the bedroom's upstairs, you know. Look how small. First of all, that you know that Your toilet's small? Your rear end would fit there. I'm sorry. You think I'd be able to back yes. this dump truck up into that little <laughs> yes. baby closet of a toilet? You have no butt, first of all, but yes, you could back into that. Mm. It's just so tiny. <laughs> that is not... T- Look how much room that is. Wait, hold we on. We do not live in more space of th- than that right now. We have rooms in our house we don't use at all. Let's let's break this down. Mm-hmm. Front door. Kitchen right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Living room here. So, sitting on the couch, you're within... 10 feet of everything in the house. You're within 10 feet of your beer, 10 feet of your toilet, 10 feet of your PlayStation, and 10 feet of your bed. You'd be in heaven. Mm. Yeah, you'd be in heaven. Listen. Listen. I'm just saying, like, give me a trailer and piece of property for two or three years, then we can pay cash for the house we want to build. By then, you know, building prices will be coming down. Mikey Mike says he could see me in a tiny home. Um, yeah, I think everybody would see me. I'm like <laughs> hanging out the windows because I can barely fit in there. You know what else we'd probably be able to put up? What? A pool. A pool. I want to... <laughs> we'll be living in the pool. Um, we won't be able to invite anybody over. We'll yeah. never get a pool table like I want. Um, well, and what this couple did, I believe this is the couple. I'm not sure. There's been a lot of them I've looked at. They ended up putting it on Airbnb, and ma- they make $3,500 a month off of renting it out. I could go with that. Or if you and I were empty nesters, mm-hmm. and we did not spend a lot of time at home. We were always on the road, or say we had an RV and we traveled Listen, a lot. Listen... You could start working double shifts if that means I get my tiny home and we can save. You can go to work double shifts. Does that let you get a tiny home? Well, and then I, I just well you're telling me you don't want to be at home. Well, we can just live there that like less time if you work double shifts because mm. we can save the money faster. That's plenty of space. We don't live in any more than that's like the size of our living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't, I mean, we don't live in any more space than that. But anyway. On to what we actually we're going to talk about tonight. Yes, we're actually <laughs> we're talking weird about topics. <laughs> weird ways to die, and we've actually got a theme song to go with it that um, you know has been one of my favorites for a long time. It's actually from a video game that me and P Diddy used to play mm-hmm. called Dumb Ways to Die, and this <laughs> is like nostalgia for me from like five years ago. You <laughs> I used to play this all the time. You're gonna watch this. Set fire to your hair Poke a stick at a grizzly bear Eat medicine that's out of date Use 
your private parts as piranha bait. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Get your toast out with a fork. Do your own electrical work. Self, how to fly? Eat a two week old unrefrigerated pie. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to Everybody die. together. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. That's a good jam right there. <laughs> you know, would it be offensive if I did this on the radio show as one of my 130 segments? I, Not I just, at all. I think that would actually be fun. But You can it, do it respectfully. If I had a story, yeah, because I'm talking about somebody, like if I got a story of somebody dying, and if they died in a legitimately dumb way, I don't want to disrespect the dumb person that died. I just... Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. I think yeah, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow. since when have you cared about... Now, she knows what we're doing. What is she calling Call her. for? Put her on the radio. I mean, put her on the podcast. Well, we don't know what she's going to say. Tell her PG. Hey, keep it PG. We're live right now. Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I don't care. Did you get those tricks at the, the store? No, I did not. Oh. All right, love you. Have a good life. <laughs> have a good life. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I mean, she's done with life. <laughs> what did she want? She wanted command strips. And I got I forgot to get them. I needed them for myself, too. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think that would be a fun segment. And you can be respectful about it. I mean. Hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. Jeremy Attaway says I don't have the courage. Now, I'm going to do it. It'll premiere tomorrow. <laughs> and we're going to give you guys, actually, a preview of tomorrow's Dumb Ways to Die show. Uh, this is... Trish came across these. Well, I want to I want to go over... The first one I want to go over is the man on death row. Okay. His name, I believe, was Michael. Look in your... Michael. Where are you, There Michael? you go. So he was on death row... And he was supposed to be electrocuted in the electric chair. And what did they what do they call it when they take you off of death row? They Is execute it excommunicate your sentence yeah, or whatever. Yeah. What's it called? I can't think of what it's called. It's like anyway, a they took him or whatever. They pardon it. No, they didn't pardon him completely. He was supposed to die on death row, and right before they did it, they they changed their mind or whatever it's called. The governor pardoned. What is it? Anyway, so he goes back to his cell and this happens. Do you want to read it to him? So, a convicted (laughs) murderer who avoided the electric chair was electrocuted accidentally while sitting on a steel toilet in his cell. (laughs) Wow. Michael Anderson Godwin, 28 years old, apparently was trying to fix a pair of earphones connected to his television set Sunday when he bit into a wire and was electrocuted in his cell at the Central Correctional Institution. Godwin was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison in 1983. An earlier verdict that would have sent Goodwin to the electric chair had been overturned on an appeal. And, uh, wow, that is a dumb way to die. Yeah, so one of the articles I read about it that was just too lengthy for you to read, um, 
said that he literally was coming back from that decision of them changing him from being on death row to just being a regular lifer. Yeah. And that he came back into his cell and his TV wasn't working. Oh, but like he was it was mad. like a back to back, you know. He was like, just kill me. <laughs> just go ahead and do it. I just think that that was God saying, oh, no, no, my friend. Mm. You deserve this one. So you were electrocuted on the pot instead of in the chair. Instead on of the in pots. the chair. I thought that was a good one. Amazing. Now, that's... the rest of them I won't laugh about because that's not, you know, but he killed somebody, so. We'll put that in the hopper. I mean, I guess I, what I could do is, like, if I can build three or four stories to put into one Dumb Ways to Die segment, mm -hmm. then I can do that, like, once a week or something for the 130 segment. Yeah, you can also do, like, stupid criminals, stupid ways they get caught. I used to do that back when I was in Aniston. Mm -hmm. And also, when I had my sports show, and I've told you this, right? I would take the police reports from collegiate athletes that have been arrested that week and do a you know lock up of the week you <laughs> know like so and so at the university of alabama his place linebacker was arrested on marijuana and gun charges and it was a whole thing it was yeah. probably a little classless but whatever that's okay it's okay it's not any worse than your hanger story yeah and look where it got me you know yeah. Look where I am now. Yeah. How about this guy? We've got one dude that has been arrested for murdering his fishing partner. And why did he murder his fishing partner? He was in fear of being fed to Bigfoot. That's right. He thought his fishing buddy was going to feed him to Bigfoot. So he's like, you know what? You ain't going to get me, buddy. I'm going to take you out first. How about so is that, that what the article? Did you read the article? No, I don't read articles. I just read headlines. Oh, okay. <laughs> a man was arrested for allegedly murdering his fishing partner out of fear his friend would feed him to Bigfoot. Larry Sanders, 53, of Atwood, uh, confessed to strangling J Jimmy Knighton, who was 53, to death while they were noodling in the South Canadian River in Pontotoc County on Saturday. Pontotoc County is located approximately 84 miles south east of Oklahoma City. Sanders and Knighton left to go fishing, but only Sanders returned home later that evening. Upon arriving in the home, the suspect told his daughter what had happened. The daughter told her mother, who then called authorities, according to the affidavit. When Pontotoc County deputies arrived, Sanders was at the residence, but not able to remain still. He told Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation official the reason why he strangled Knighton during the interview is he believed his fishing partner was going to feed him to Bigfoot. Hmm. Larry claimed that while at the river, he discovered Jimmy intended to feed him to Sasquatch, Sasquatch slash Bigfoot. Larry indicated Jimmy attempted to get away from him so the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. Because I keep... It's just the Larry why. and Jimmy back yes. and forth. It's wearing me out. It's like a, the Three Stooges. Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground, and Larry confirmed he killed Jimmy by choking him to death near the river. So do you think it was one of these deals where... Uh, Somebody hallucinating? Jimmy, not Jimmy, but Larry, was like, Bigfoot's out here, but 
you're slower than I am, so he's gonna eat you first, and then you just gotta be faster than Larry's. Like, l- l- one he's gonna, person, right? Larry's really gonna play into it, and so Larry starts running, and Jimmy's like freaked out. He's like, "I'm not getting eat by Bigfoot," and then he goes and kills Larry, and it's all like a whole thing that got way out of hand. Well, I see there. Senate says he seemed to be under the influence of illegal drugs. That answers my question. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Got a court date coming up on July 26. If you want to update on that, we will. Uh, Do you think Bigfoot's real? I don't know. I mean, and, I, I, and my question is, which the drugs answers it, but I mean, did he really think that the Bigfoot was going to sit there and wait for them to duke it out to decide who he was going to eat? I mean, like, if you go, if you've ever been to Walmart at like 1 a.m., <laughs> then yes, you will believe in Bigfoot because that's when he shops, apparently. Um, are Walmart still open at 1 a.m.? Man, I don't know if there's any I of those left. I think so. Now, when it comes to noodling, the act <laughs> of noodling, you know what noodling is. Yeah, you stick your arm down in the... Right, catching big catfish down in the mm-hmm. bottom of the lake or in different holes. <laughs> we, oh, God. We watched the Beavis and Butthead movie last night. Yeah, we um, That takes a certain set of cojones that would lead me to believe if you're noodling, you're not really scared of Bigfoot. Apparently he is. But apparently this noodler is. Jimmy the noodler (laughs) was going to do everything he had to do to keep from getting killed by Bigfoot. Now, why did Breitbart capitalize the names like they did? That was the police report. Oh, like that. <laughs> it's like I know that's what why threw is it me off. Capitalized like that. That's so funny. I was like, "Why is that?" Larry then punched Jimmy. So, and also, if you scroll down and look, did you notice the thing on the grill? No, back up, 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 right there. You <laughs> see that picture? Oh, that almost looked that's like all, Jimmy. That's all I could focus on the entire time you were doing the story. Some of these ads they throw at me. That really it looks like does. a person on the grill, which is the reason why I thought that was interesting is because I sent you a story of them finding a person on a grill. That's actually Bigfoot's dinner. That is Jimmy <laughs> on the grill, believe it or not. So go look. I sent you an article, and this is one of the things that started me looking at this, too, is I'd heard that someone called 911 that they'd come across a home that had a person dead on the grill. Yeah. That's... uh Two, two workers hired to clean up a backyard in Houston, Texas, found human bones stuffed into a barbecue pit. Police are trying to figure out whose bones they who who the bones belong to, and how they ended up there. Investigators said it could take several weeks before they're able to identify the remains. Uh, Joe, the man who made the discovery, said, "I saw something sticking out. I opened it up, and there was a body in there." Very well said, Joe. Very descriptive. <laughs> Joe's been doing landscaping for nearly 15 years. He's seen a lot of strange things, including a foot in a trash can years ago. Wow, we might need to look at Joe. (laughs) Right. But what he saw on July 12th blew his mind. He said, I never thought I'd see a skull or human remains. He said, a buddy of mine opened it first, then he shut it down and said, man, there's a body in there. And I said, what? And he said, there's a body. It's probably a prop. He said, I looked in there, and I said, no, that's not a prop. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and Joe got out of there. Man, these stories. I know. That's crazy. 
crazy. Joe and another guy were hired to clean up some metal and tidy up a backyard of the home. Joe didn't wait around to ask any questions, but said the brick grill was about five by four feet long, and there didn't appear to be any flesh left on the bones. So do you think that's why Texas barbecue is so good? Yeah. Yeah. And my real question is, do you think they're going to, because that's a built-in grill. Do you think the next homeowner is going to be like, oh, we just clean it up? Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of that $5,000 grill. Yeah, they're like, "Uh, you know what? (laughs) Actually, call Joe. Because remember, he saw a foot in a trash can one time, so he's not going to think anything about, you know, this guy that's in the grill. So I'm pretty sure if someone dies in a house, the realtor has to disclose that, correct? Like if they think it's haunted or if someone's died in the home. I'm pretty sure that that's a law. Maybe I'm wrong. Do you think they have to disclose if someone was dead in the barbecue grill? Because what if the next family moves in and has no clue? You wouldn't clean that grill first if we bought a new house. You'd turn it on and probably scrub it down a little bit, but you probably wouldn't go out there and sanitize it. Nah, I'd let it burn for six hours. No, you wouldn't. Turn on the cremator. (laughs) Just let it work itself out. Kim wants to know what you're drinking. It is uh, Tequila Sunrise. It's pretty. He loves those drinks, yeah. I do. Put a little too much grenadine in it. Shouldn't have that much red, but whatever. (laughs) Jeremy keeps saying no, 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 but I don't know what he's saying no to. Jeremy, there's one thing you got to... We should call him on this story. (laughs) (laughs) We should actually call him. I could. Call him. The thing about Jeremy, you have to understand about Jeremy, and I, I don't mean to blow his cover because I can appreciate the art of what he does, but he is... Uh, an internet troll. And I used to, I I never considered myself an internet troll, but I would partake. Mm -hmm. And what so many people don't understand is rule number one of the internet is do not feed the troll. Mm -hmm. Because once you feed the troll, then you end up making yourself look stupid. And so Jeremy has this uncanny ability to bait people in and then it makes them look stupid. Um, Call him. But again, I don't want to ruin that for him, so I I don't want to put too much out there and you know, Jeremy's actually a pretty funny guy. Yeah, I like Jeremy. He's good, dude. Um, so we've got that one. Now, this one's a weird story I heard about, too. Um, so this man had gone missing for two months. Uh-huh. Okay? And his family kept telling him, he's at work. He's somewhere on that property. Please check where he, like, his workstation. He worked in, like, a factory or something. For two months, he lay dead underneath the machine at his work. Can you believe that? That's pretty bad. How can they get away with not searching his workstation and they know he's missing in his vehicles at the workplace? Well, what does it say about your... Your Tyson chicken that you're eating. Well, that. (laughs) But what does it say about your work ethic and the way your coworkers view you? Mm -hmm. Because if... what, What is this guy's name? I or do know. we do you we know who he is? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, Duncan Gordon. Okay, so Duncan Gordon, who's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. All right. If he was a hard worker and came to work every day, then after a day of not hearing from Duncan, they'd be like, "That's weird." No, He's they such knew a good he was. Worker. They knew he was missing. Oh, they just didn't. They think just didn't check. No, his vehicle was at the work. His family kept insisting he's he's look at his workstation. Like, he's... Just oh, read wow. the article. 
All right, so uh, the remains of a South Carolina man who had been missing uh, for two months were found under a machine at his workplace. Duncan Gordon, 20 years old, was last seen while working at Industrial Recovery and Recycling in Greer, which is less than 60 miles from the Georgia border. Gordon was working on top of a plastic shredding machine when he vanished. Hmm, wonder where he went. Right? (laughs) The machine he worked on was checked several times after the man's disappearance, including by his own father, who was a supervisor at the plant. Oh, that adds another layer. And by the sheriff's investigators and cadaver dogs. Okay, so that makes me feel better then, because the way it was being reported... The family was begging them to search, and they wouldn't search. That makes me feel better. The coroner's office and South Carolina Occupational Safety and Health Administration, wow, that's a long title, became involved in the investigation in June, nearly a month after Gordon's disappearance. The coroner said that because there was no body found, they could not consider it a death investigation. A third search of the machine recovered material under the conveyor belt near the plastic shredding machine. It was tested at the scene for human blood and came back negative. But later tests in a lab, after the material was hydrated, came as matching Gordon's parents' DNA. According to the coroner, the machine processed around 60,000 pounds of plastic between the time Gordon was reported missing and when investigators... First investigators arrived on the scene. Uh, According to a release, the coroner said, I ask you also, I ask you to also consider that the missing man weighed between 210 and 250 pounds. What was recovered by the detective may be approximately two ounces. That's all that was left of him? I guess. Oh. He ruled Gordon fell inside the shredding machine where he died. He was not able to issue a death certificate, but said the missing person's case is closed. I wonder if this is... That's different than the way they were reporting it on TV. So that's why you got to investigate this stuff for yourself. I'm glad I asked you to read the article. We're a community of over $19,000. Why does it do that? Why can't you just quit with the dumb freaking... What you call it? And of course, <laughs> it's not even going to be a video of the of the deal. It's just going to read you the story. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty sad. I, I wouldn't go out and say it was a dumb way to die. It sounds like a tragic work accident. No, it does. But it the reason I wanted you to talk about it was because the last reporting of it was that the family had been asking them to search under the machine. And that they they were like, we're not searching under the machine. That's how it was being reported. Yeah, they're like, man, if, if Duncan <laughs> died this way, I ain't getting near that machine. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I mean, have they had multiple deaths there and they're trying to cover now? Or like, I wanted to get to the bottom of it on the show. But we She was did. looking straight at the dad. She's like, oh, he's a supervisor. We know what happened. Well, no, I didn't know he even worked there. Like I said, they were reporting it like the family was asking for the place to be searched. His dad, who is the brother <laughs> of Brian Landry, uh, happens to be a supervisor. Two ounces. Mm. That's all they recovered of him? Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. We That's have really a, sad. Yeah, but at least you don't have to buy some big fancy casket, you know? You can get something real small. You've only got two ounces of the guy left. I mean, do you even get a casket at that point? Yeah, probably not. Oof. How about this one, though? This one's sad. I read this story myself. 
So we have a mother of two dying after falling into a vat of molten chocolate at a Russian's sweet factory. Molten chocolate. Does that just mean really hot chocolate? Yes, where they've melted it down. Mother of two died as she fell into a tank of molten chocolate at the confectionery. How do you say that? Confectionery? 24 years old. 24 years old, dropped her mobile phone into the vat of sweet mix and reached in to retrieve it, but fell and couldn't get out. (laughs) She was minced. Only her legs were left, said one local source. Another version is that she fell in while emptying a sack of ingredients into the giant mixer. The girl was dragged in when she was trying to empty the sack. The woman was married to Vladimir. And the couple had two young children aged under five. That's really sad. It's also very vague that you'd say, oh, it was mar- she was married to Vladimir. Like, Vladimir who? Well, Vladimir what's her Putin? last name? Vladimir Ros- Zelensky? Rosalina, maybe? Uh, Rosalina? Ros- Rosalina. Lauren said you could use a Tic Tac for the last guy to bury him in. A Tic Tac box. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. That probably actually would work. That's Police really investigations cool. underway. Local residents said a young woman died at the... Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, there's well, Vladimir. Well, they said that she had dropped her phone, and she went in after her phone, and then the machine turned on. Yeah. <clears throat> Never go after the phone, man. Yeah. It's not a good idea. No. It's not worth it, bro. Unless you still got payments left on the phone, then risking death is worth it, I think. <sighs> How do we get depends out on of, how many payments you got left? How do we get out of this whole cell phone? These things are like twelve hundred dollars now and two thousand dollars. Like, how do we get out of this cycle of needing a phone? Mm. You know, I mean, we're, we're so stuck. reliant on it now. I feel like we're stuck with it now, cousin. But are we? Do we have to have them? Yep. I mean, think about it. it's not just the social media and and whatever. It's it's everything. Like you use it for so much stuff. I. I you know, half of most of my show prep is done here, but you know, after hours at night, I'm using it to flip through news and kind of keep up with the latest of whatever's going on. I mean, think about it. You spend about $1,400 a year just to have the service. Right. And then, however much you're paying for the phone, usually about $1,000. It's crazy. Can I, I'm, I'm going to do a little side note, and this involves somebody dying, but I want to point mm-hmm. this out, and I'll probably talk about it tomorrow. But I tweeted about it today as I, I woke up this morning and learned about a guy named Teckle Sunberg out of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Teckle Sunberg is a guy who is a thug. He's got a history of being a thug, just a menace to the community. Okay. And in an apartment building, he started firing off rounds for whatever reason, mm-hmm. shooting into the apartment of a single mother and her two very young children. Okay. Almost shooting and killing them. Wow. That prompts the police to show up, and Tackle is then in like a two or three hours, six hour standoff or something crazy, where he ultimately is shot and killed by police. Right. And guess what the result of that has been in Minneapolis? Are we rioting again? Protests, yeah. freak out, all the things, simply because we don't care about the facts. It was a black guy killed by police. Mm-hmm. Tackle Sunberg, here's a little sampling of him uh, that I found online. There's that guy, you know, the old F12, F police. 
But do you think this guy was like Peyton where he's just trying to run around with a ski mask on and not really mean anything by it? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, think, that's how you got to be careful, like, doing stuff like that, because people... I think the two firearms and bag of weed, maybe. Yeah, but I mean... Makes, makes a little bit... But nonetheless, I'm pro-firearms, <laughs> and I'm pro-being being people being able to smoke, smoke weed. Smoke weed, right. Right. So, I, I get what you're saying. But then, then we move on to this, as you can imagine, his family set up a GoFundMe that this morning when I checked it, it has already raised $17,000 which will be their reward for raising this waste of oxygen. And he looks like a great kid in this picture. Right, of course. Now, there has been a GoFundMe set up for the single mother and her two children. They've raised a fraction of that. Of course. And the people of Minneapolis are protesting. And here's what that mother and children are left dealing with. I mean, look at this. Right through the hairspray, uh, through the door... Look at all these bullet holes. I mean, it wasn't just a couple shots. They mm-hmm. were lucky they didn't get killed. Right. And the police know that this is what he was doing before they got there. So they know he's going to do it again. I mean, they come in there, guns blazing, he's going to start firing, obviously. And, and here's what's the bad part. See, I, I think he was in this apartment right here. You can actually see the windows broken, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. So she was either over here or over here the the mom right and now after almost dying by this guy she's dealing with tributes to this to guy. this thug outside right. of her apartment people with megaphones people marching people treating this guy as the George Floyd of 2022 as some sort of martyr some sort of hero mm-hmm. when he almost killed her and her children but what was amazing and what prompted me to initially initially pull this story up as I saw this video Mm -hmm. out in front of the apartments. That very mom came out to the street and confronted the protesters. protesters. Watch this. This is not okay. This is not a George Floyd situation. George Floyd was unarmed. He was unarmed. You're alive. This is not okay. My kids have to deal with this and probably have a mental illness now because they almost lost their life. There's bullet holes in my kitchen because he sat in the fucking hallway watching my move. Oh, look at this pasty white guy over here trying to keep it going. (laughs) Right. They're telling her to shut up. You're alive, so shut up. So she has, she had a full-blown meltdown, and 
you know, she, you notice she said, I can't even go get my stuff. I have nothing right now because it's a crime scene. So let me ask you a question. Because from this video, it sounds like he was in the hallway trying to kill her. And as she ran through her apartment, he was shooting through the walls trying to follow her. So she said he was following me through my apartment, following my moves. And then she just said, my kids watched him as he was trying to kill me. Yeah. So was this a personal thing and he wasn't the neighbor? He was out in the hallway? I'm unclear on if the two knew each other. Okay. I just know he fired at her <laughs> mm -hmm. and he was in an apartment, which I'd heard from some reports was his friend, which was just next door. So maybe they met each other that way. Who knows? I, who yeah. knows? But It's it, so hard to get stories right because even the, the people writing the stories don't do their research. No. You know, it's, it's so ridiculous. So I just wanted to put that out there. I'll mm -hmm. probably talk about that tomorrow on the radio. Uh, but that was bizarre to say the least. Did we have any other? Uh, I have no idea. I just thought that. Um, let's see. Let's make sure. Oh, yeah. And all of these um, these athletes dying. Oh, yeah. That was something that a couple days ago I sent you a message when you were at work when they announced another one had died. I'm like, what is going on with all of these athletes dying this year? Just young people in general. I mean, in their 20s, dead. just another one that was 22 died yesterday. It's like, what is going on? And I mean, we're not trying to be those people, and we're not trying to get kicked off of every platform we're on, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Jabby, jab, jab. The Viv. The, the Viv shot. The, the Fauci the ouchie. <laughs> so... Um, who knows? It could be. <laughs> Fauci, ouchie. <laughs> the old Fauci, ouchie. You know, it's, I don't know, man. I, I reluctantly took it, not because I wanted to, but because I felt it was the best decision for my family, not health-wise, more monetary, but I was required to get it because of my latest job. I was not required to get any boosters. I was able to pick which one I got. I did not get the mRNA vaccine because mm -hmm. I felt, and that was well before people started talking about mRNA being the dangerous one. Right. I got the old school Johnson and Johnson. Give me the real virus and let's go. I'd mm -hmm. already had it. Made me sick as a dog for two days. My arm hurt for like two weeks. But, but you're kind of a baby in that department anyway. That's true. Yeah. But I went ahead and did it, and I said, no boosters, none of this other crap. I did what y'all asked me to do, and they gave me my job. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't die. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's a legitimate question. And, and, you know, most of these kids, because of what they're doing, you know, get, whether it's getting in the league or whatever, they're just, they're just doing what they're told. I just feel like it's every other day I'm hearing about another one. You know? It just seems like a lot. And I don't know if maybe they're just reporting on it more, but it just seems like a lot. Rashard Anderson, first round pick of the Carolina Panthers in the 2000 NFL draft. Well, that's a long time ago. Oh, he's 45. That's he's 45. Not a young guy. He's not somebody I'm even. But still, 45 is young. Yeah, but I'm not even. I'm talking about all these young kids. Don't read that one. Okay. I'm talking about all these young kids that are like 22, 25, and it's a lot of them. Caleb uh, Swanigan dies at 25, former Purdue basketball players. Looks like he played for the Oak, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the Trailblazers. Said uh, starred in Purdue's 2016-2017 team. Last sentence, he died of natural causes. 
died of natural causes. There's nothing natural about dying at 25. Now, what's the latest on Ivana Trump? What are they saying she died of now? Because I've heard blunt force trauma, and I've heard um, a possible stroke. I mean, what what's the latest? Um, all I know is I remember them in the day after the police came out and said, we don't suspect foul play, but we did find her at the bottom of a staircase. Right. And that in New York, that's their way of spinning it in a way to make it look like there's foul play and right. continue the rumor mills moving around. Because mm -hmm. the authorities, not necessarily the cops, but the prosecutors for the Southern District of New York and others, their whole world revolves around going after her ex-husband, right. Donald Trump. And so they wanted to make it at least look like it so they could get that rumor swirling around, even though they know it's never going to come to fruition. That's why they added that in there. And I caught that like a day after it happened. I'm like, my mm -hmm. God, why they got to do that? It's so stupid. So but stupid. Uh, oh, here's another young one right here. Mm -hmm. um, former Minerva, Minerva? Athlete Garrison Markins, remembered for his big smile, heart of a lion. High school football and track athlete dies at the age of 20. The first, the last line of the first paragraph. Last line of the first paragraph, he went, uh, suffered a full cardiac arrest, a life-ending heart attack at 20 years old. I mean, they were there were so many popping up when I typed it in. It was just... Person after person. I just couldn't find an article that would go over just the ones in their 20s. They would pop up all the ones in their 40s and 30s also. And, I, you know, we all eat like garbage in this country. So dying in your 30s and 40s isn't that unusual. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, we shouldn't have talked about that first because we did. We, we got to go back to the dumb ways to die, and those are obviously not dumb ways to die. Those are no, those are tragic those ways are tragic to die. Accident. Yeah, tragic. And I think it justifies asking the question: Why are these kids dropping dead? What's the one thing they all have in common? I've seen stories, and it's almost as if the media is attempting to steer people away from even thinking that, because I've seen stories that talk about. Some people have been dying as of late from certain sleeping positions. Like sleeping on your side a certain way is causing people to drop dead of heart attacks and stuff like that. Is that why you always want me on my side? <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> another one talked about how drinking tea, mm -hmm. tea is causing people to have heart attacks. Something that we've done as uh, a, a as humanity for hundreds of years, right. we've drank tea. All of a sudden, people are dropping dead from it. Not because of anything else, it's sleeping and drinking tea. It's not like over the past two years, we've all done something that we now have in common, which would be a COVID shot. Well, and tea, quite frankly, makes me not sleep. <laughs> so. Right. You're not going to die in your sleep because you're not going to go to sleep. <laughs> I've had trouble sleeping for the last two weeks, and I think tea is to blame. Mm. So, I love sweet tea, though. It's good, but it's I quit really buying good. it. In fact, um, I told my daughter, I said, no more tea in this house, and she's like, I'm getting a job. Can we go through this <laughs> list real quick, though? What do, you, what do you have a list for? Uh, 50 
bizarre ways to die. Oh, are we going back to this? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to start from the top. Falling out of a bed is number one <laughs> on this list. Can we just talk about how many times I've had to catch you because you almost fall out of the bed? And I've only fallen out like a couple times. But this, this is not ranked from most to least or whatever. This is just the way they list them. They say 450 people per year die from falling out of a bed. I believe that. Uh, another one was impaled on the bill of a swordfish. Oh, my gosh. Guy by the name of Randy Lanes. That makes me think of Steve Ir- Ir- Irwin. Yep. Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. What was it? A um, Stingray. Stingray, wasn't it? Yeah. Falling off a ladder and landing head first in a water butt. Bucket, probably. Well, it says butt. Oh. Maybe, maybe that's bucket. This is a UK site. Oh, okay. Man killed by his own explosive while trying to steal from a condom dispenser. <laughs> what? Yes. You were hooking up some C4 <laughs> to the condom dispenser I mean, in the bathroom. I mean, do you think it's still going to be, like, worth using? The condoms won't be blo- Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was trying to get the quarters. Okay, that's probably it. Hit by a coconut falling off a tree. Mm-hmm. Approximately 150 people each year are killed by coconuts. I can see that. Man died after being stabbed in the eye with an umbrella. Oof. Oh, my God. Do you know what that makes me think of? Some of you guys may remember this, but I was in high school, and I'm, what am I, 47? How am I? I think I'm 47. I'm about to be 46. Am I really 45? Yes. I'm just over here saying I'm 47. Yeah, you're just dangling <laughs> I told on, you baby. I haven't slept in two weeks. Okay. Anyway, there was a story, I think, out of New York where a kid, what well, was like a college-age student, went to grab um, a Frisbee, and he went up on one of those iron fences or gates around one of the big parks, and the thing went through the bottom of his jaw and out of his mouth, and he hung there until oh, they could come get him. That's... That's making me nauseous. My mom cut that article out, and I will never forget. She stuck it on the refrigerator so we could all see it, and it stays on my mind. Like, that's something that... That's awful. Yeah. (laughs) I remember her doing that. Teenager taking a selfie with a loaded handgun shot himself in the throat. (laughs) U.S. cyclist Troy Earl Smith Jr. shot himself to death with a gun carried in his breast pocket. Man crushed while moving his freezer. That's something that's very common that people do. Moving a refrigerator by yourself. Mm-hmm. That can happen. Sorry, I'm drinking my delicious tequila sunrise, by the way. It's almost gone. I'm over here drinking coffee. You're drinking. Oh, it's good. <laughs> so you know what that means. Uh-oh. Budweiser time. Um, What's next? Undertaker Mark Bjorgade crushed by his own coffins. I guess a guy working at a coffin shop had a stack of coffins fall on him. Crushed by your... (laughs) Your partner? (laughs) Could you imagine? So was this by choice or by accident? (laughs) I've heard of people falling on the kids and killing them, but that's a little... uh... Crushed by your partner's number 11. Uh, next, in 1975, Alex Mitchell laughed so hard at the Goodies 
icky thump episode that he died of heart failure. Okay, well that was probably going to happen anyway. Man runs over by man runs over man uh, man run, got run over by his own vehicle. Spit yeah, it okay, out. There we go. Taxi Michael Warder, fifty eight, died of a lethal sherry enema. <laughs> what is a sherry enema? You want to Google it? I mean, I, I gotta hide the screen just to make sure we don't show anything crazy. Oh what is guys, a sherry? I'm always subjected to these pictures that you guys don't have to see. Enema. <clears throat> enema. Oh, it's an alcohol enema. Maybe it was a Shirley Temple oh. enema. <laughs> people do that to get drunk faster. Called butt chugging. Yes. People actually do that, you guys. Okay, so there's a sherry enema. Um, well, you heard about the guy that died drinking that bottle of uh, Jägermeister like last week, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh, I think JD or somebody sent it to us, and they're like, we dodged a bullet. <laughs> we dodged a bullet back in the day because Jägermeister be the, used to be the drink That was of my choice. thing, too, was Jägermeister. So. Uh, what's next? We've got King Adolf. Frederick of Sweden, the king who ate himself to death. I could go out that way. I could see that happening. Me just picking out because I didn't eat all day, and then I just eat myself to death. You're going to die from tripping over your big feet from those crocs you wear. (laughs) That is possible that that happens first. 24 people each year are killed by champagne corks. We're not really going to go through this whole list, are we? Well, until they stop getting good. Uh, Think about getting killed by a champagne cork. I'm sure it happens. Strangled by neckties or scarves. (sighs) Barry Pilgrim was trampled by cattle in Derbyshire. Peggy McNair and Mark Meir trampled to death by camels on a farm. Did you hear about the woman that got trampled to death by an elephant, and then the elephant came to her funeral and trampled her casket? No. Pull that story up. I want to see if it's true. I've seen it on two or three news stories. What's it called? It's uh, an elephant trampled a woman to death because she was messing with her her little baby elephant. Yeah, see? And <laughs> she then showed up to the funeral, too. <laughs> the elephant showed yes, up? Yes, the elephant then showed up. To the funeral. He's like, take that. <laughs> See? <laughs> take that, true. I don't know if it's true. I've seen it in the news, but I mean, you know, I don't, who knows what's re- real in the news anymore. All right. Well, it says uh, an Indian woman who was reportedly trampled to death by an elephant said to have returned to her funeral later that same day, terrorized the village, and attacked her corpse while villagers were performing her last rites. I told you. Wow. Yeah. That uh, that elephant was angry. And, you know, they always say, an elephant never forgets. Even though it was only later that day, that elephant was like, nah, I ain't done with you. Yeah. News of the incident spread online by both local and international news publications, as well as social media, blah, 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 blah. Elderly woman between 60 and 70 years old was reportedly killed mid-June 2022 by an elephant in the Indian state of Odisha. Maya... Mermu was said to have been collecting water in the village outside of the <laughs> Dalama Wildlife Sanctuary. They contacted the government over in that area and said a uh, herd of elephants stormed the village and blah, 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 blah. Can I tell you, Bama Phoenix is upset that you're not noticing him. 
Bama Phoenix, what is it? <laughs> what is it, son? He said, Kim, I'm beginning to wonder if they ever notice us anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we notice y'all, sometimes we just get locked in on some of these stories. We, we're we usually not this story heavy, but we came up with this idea about 20 minutes before the well, show. Well, no, we like, what happened was is we had three or four things we were going to talk about, but we just weren't feeling it, and then... On the way home from Lowe's, I'm going through all these ways to die, and I'm like, you know what? We could talk about this and go ahead and actually learn about it on the show. Exactly. And look at us. Not only did we do that, but we've got a brand new segment for tomorrow's radio show. I think that's going to be fun. Not fun. You have to be respectful about it, though. Oh, I can be respectful. I'm going to be respectful with this respectful intro music. Inside, scratch a drug dealer's brand new ride. Take your helmet off in outer space. Use a clothes dryer as a hiding place. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. It looked like a toilet spinning and it said use a hanger to. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought it said use a dryer as a hiding space. Oh, I thought it said a hanger. <laughs> Sell both your kidneys on the internet is a dumb way to die. Mm-hmm. See, that's going to be good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to get John Bird to edit that. Yep, you'll have to have that music ready because that'll make the segment too. Yeah, buddy. So that people recognize, oh, tomorrow night's the Charles Barkley thing. Are we going to go? Oy vey. I got to work. Oh. Dadgummit. Uh-oh, Kim said Benifer got married. Jennifer Lopez got married again before we did. She's what? been married like twice since we met. I think. How? Her and Ben Affleck. I didn't hear about this. Well, I, I well I don't do you know how we I am. Yeah, on. celebrities. Yeah. I don't do celebrity news. It's hard for me to keep up with. <laughs> I even had to quit watching Britney. I mean, I I still don't think she's free. She's wearing her wristbands again. I don't know what's going on with her, but she did sing acapella the other night, and it's definitely her voice. It's not somebody else. Trish so. thinks she's still being trafficked. I still think she's not free. I still don't think she's free. Mm. That'll be another show. No, a whole well, other I don't show. want to talk about it anymore. Does it make you sad? It, no. I mean, at this point, and now she's going off on America and how she hates America and all this stuff. She's Oh, Oh, Brittany. Don't do that, Brittany. (laughs) It's not that. I just... Don't do that, Brittany. I just don't think we're going to know the truth of what's actually going on, so... Nah, we'll never know. Yes, I can't waste any more energy on it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's a wrap for tonight. We are having nachos tonight, which I'm very excited about, and that's the reason I'm ending this show, because she needs to get to work. Me? On cooking her nachos. You're cooking tonight. Oh, am I? Yes, sir. Oh, well. I've cooked the last 475 times. I know. I just quit <laughs> cooking one day for some reason. <laughs> he used to cook all the time. I did. He's good at, listen, he's good at cooking, and he's also good at making drinks. He well, could if he, if he didn't do what he does, he could be a bartender or a chef. That's possible. I could it do is. the chef thing. I don't know. I don't want to work in the food industry. And you know what? If we had that tiny house, we could set a camera up and you could do recipes on that bar. You saw that, how nice that bar was? I could do TikToks. Mm-hmm. Like cooking TikToks. I, if, if you'll remind me and we'll get the stuff for stuffed peppers, I'll do that again sometime soon. Okay. Make, I just, make it's got to be. The reason I stopped 
cooking is because I never had time to cook, you know? Yeah. I mean, but but we'll figure it well, out. Well, we both it's have real. two jobs, so. Yeah. <laughs> we got about six jobs between us. Yeah, timing time is not on our side at this house. One of hers is babysitting me. No, one of mine is remodeling this house, or you can't really use a remodel if you're not tearing walls down, right? Well, no. I mean, well, I guess I'm tearing the bathroom walls out. Yeah, you you can use whatever you want. We need somebody to come and look at this house to see if we can take that wall down between the kitchen and the office and make our kitchen bigger. So if any of you guys know how to look at a house to see if a wall is a... One of the supporting walls. Yeah, it sucked for us to knock it out, and the house is like, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> uh, Kim says she needs the Mexican pizza recipe. Okay, it's so easy. All you're going to do is brown some meat, just like you're going to make tacos. You can either take soft shell tortillas and put them in some olive oil and flip them back and forth a few times until they're kind of crunchy, stick them in the oven at like 400 for five minutes so they get a little bit hard. Or you can get the hard shell. What are those flat ones called? You can buy them uh, pre-made. They come in a stack of They're like round a stack of round hard shells. They're not as good, though. They're not as good as when you cook them yourself. But anyway, all you do is you put one of the hard shells down, a layer of uh, refried fried beans, a layer of taco meat, then you put the hard shell on top, a second hard shell, and then you put enchilada sauce and um, I feel like I'm missing a step. Colby, what is it? Uh, Colby Jack cheese. Whatever cheese you want. Mexican yeah. cheese, whatever. Throw and some then diced, some diced gr- bell pe- oh, no, green peppers. Diced green onions. Green onions. Yeah, and that's it. And pico de gallo. If you like that. I don't like pico. And then hot sauce. Tiger if sauce. If you want that. But it's really, really super that's, easy. That's the way to go. I'll send it to you, though, Kim. It's really super easy. Y'all hook it up. Thank y'all. For those of you that uh, hung out with us live tonight, we appreciate y'all. Yes. We love y'all. For those of you that are listening after the fact, and I know there are many of you, uh, some of y'all even reach out and tell me, hey, I listen to the show uh, and the podcast every single week. I appreciate you guys as well. We love you a long time. So that's it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Right, babe? That's right. All right. We're out of here. Until next time. Bye, guys. Circle! Circle!